Okay, so that's going. We got it. music this time. We've got everything lined up. Everybody's here. Uh, everybody good? Thumbs up? I'd say so. Even Daisy's playing. Look at her. She's like, give me the dice. I'll throw them and then I'll go get them. <laughs> she's just sitting, she's sitting there like people. Girl. They both All got bad. Right. Yeah, they both had to have a bath They have to or had? They had, they had to. to. They were really stinky. And dirty. And muddy. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Not surprising. Okay, so I will give a quick recap, uh, mostly because Lingvi previously was not present in, in the... Uh, oh, excuse me previous session so um in the meantime what had happened was the party made their way uh, up into the mountains and uh up into a large like valley area where after trekking for pretty much uh, majority of a day coming into evening and then night eventually uh stumbling upon a small cottage where an old woman was uh, cooking stew out on an open fire out front. And you guys quickly approached and kind of made friends and everything, and she offered uh, her place for you guys to sleep. Um, however, when she went and closed up for the night, you guys decided to go investigate a little bit, some of you more trusting than others, and uh, it turns out that you guys had to escape the maw of a mimic house. And uh, after defeating it, and after Leoris ended up killing the, the old woman, you guys wandered off into the dark, frustrated and upset, and the uh, light and smoke from the now ablaze, I guess, was house, body, corpse of a mimic burning behind you all. And that is where we left off, with you guys wandering off into the forest mountains at night. What would you all like to do now? Question. For my character, I know we were talking about him getting food poisoning of some kind, or <laughs> getting sick in some way, shape, or form. Um, was he still with the group or was he back at the town? I'm just curious how... Uh, we sort of treated it as if uh, Lingvi was feeling ill the next that, that previous day and uh, was going to make the trek a, a little lagged behind the group um, as most of the initial travel is pretty straightforward from what the scout had presented. So I would okay. say about now, because the group stayed at this place and spent some time here partially in combat, that around now-ish, Lingvi would be coming up on, upon this, like, flaming, what looks like a house. Yeah, so I'm coming up to this scene with absolutely no context, burning house, and I see you guys hanging out outside, and I'm like, what did you guys do? <laughs> Also, just so you know as well, I had taken a potion of giant size, so Echo the halfling 
is now huge. Yeah. So I'm, Echo's like I'm three times hard. the size of a person. Yep. What? What? What did I miss? <laughs> it's it's better that you don't ask questions. <laughs> and Brackus goes to look for a campsite. Down. Oh, there it is. Right, Brackus. Yes. Stuck there with a kind of a disturbed look on my face, like. <laughs> and there's also a, there's also a headless. <laughs> oh, well, I guess you put her inside the. No, I house. put her inside and I put yeah. the house down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot happened. All he sees is just the blade. My blade. Uh, you cut out a little bit, Jared. Can you say again? All he sees is that my blade is covered in blood. Ah, yep. We're all covered in stomach acid. <laughs> because it upsets us. It's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not gonna ask questions. I'm just gonna do not ask questions. I only say that because I don't know how to explain it. And again, Brackus is looking for a suitable campsite. Uh, if I recall, Sithril stormed off into the night, so Brackus is probably, oh. like, trailing after her. Yeah, there you go. That, that's what I'm doing. So, Sithril, since you headed off straight into the night, what what is your... What is it that you're doing? What is your thoughts? What is your current intentions? Yeah, no, I, my, my intention is to head in the direction of the shrine, since that sounded very important. Um, I'm, I'm ta it's taking everything in me not to cry, not to rage, not to... She, I'm literally going through a inner like a internal mental breakdown because not only was I just triggered, I don't entirely remembered, remember why I was being triggered or like why, what, what the trigger is. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm also disgusted with myself because I sink that low, but it also feels so good. Uh, and it and is early night by the way. So you guys just left the burning house, um, but you guys haven't gotten a rest yet. You haven't, it's still the end of the day. Um, while you're trailing off in the direction that you understood that shrine to be, you do recall that it was said that the shrine is up a cliffside, so it's pretty high up in, on one of the mountains, but you vaguely know the direction you need to be going. Um... I would say that then, Sithril, because of your state, you storm off and you're a little bit ahead of everybody else. Um, do you do you just keep going or do you stop at any moment? I think I go, I, I think after I've, like a little bit, I just kind of stop, but mostly because I'm just lost. Okay. In like more ways than one. And I'm just kind of 
I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start dissociating a little bit. Okay. Um. Make a wisdom saving throw for me, real quick. Okay. You're going insane. Yeah, I am. Wisdom save. Hey, I said roll it. Eight. Oh boy. Okay. So, Brackus, you're you're a little ways behind because you had stopped because Lingvi caught up, and so you're like, uh, uh, and then headed off. So she's a little bit ahead of you. Um, Sithril, once you get to a, a, a clearing and you feel that like overwhelming urge and you stop and you stand there kind of shaking, you feel this like very light, small touch just like on your hip. A very light what kind of touch? Just like a, a small touch. Small touch. Like from, it feels like something tiny is like pressed against you. Okay. Um. Oh, sorry. Oh my God, did you get it to work? Yeah. Can you talk for a second? Yes. Yeah. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. talking. You're making weird ding dong sounds. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I don't know. I will need to know, Sithril, do you do anything? Um, I'm, when I feel the touch, I'm going to glance at my waist. Okay. Um, down to your right, you see the rough dark shadowy figure kind of like because it's night you know so even with your sight everything is kind of in dark blacks and grayscale and whatnot and um you do see what looks like the very small figure of a small girl just standing there holding the the edge of your um your cloak yeah do i recognize her or does she seem familial uh, it's hard to say. You don't see any features, but you do have like a, like a sense of like comfort from it. I reach out towards it. As you reach out, it it fades, and it, it seems like it was never even there. I drop to my knees and I just start weeping. This is about when Brackus, you are close behind. Yeah. So at this point, Brackus has lit a torch and you can kind of hear him calling out Sithril's name as he's walking up and he's like, and then he sees her shadow kind of kneeling in the forest and he goes all, you know, you, you know, <clears throat> you really shouldn't be fucking running off into the forest alone by your and then at once he gets close enough and he sees that she's just like there crying he's like doing the whole like uh <laughs> you know he was all pissed off and then he realized she's just sitting there on her knees or crying he's like 
Wow, now I feel like a dick. That was a good <laughs> move, dude. <laughs> Can't be yelling at a crying woman. Yeah. Yeah, yelling at a crying woman. Just because she ran off in the forest by herself, which is admittedly dangerous, but still. And then. Am I the asshole? You know, yeah. So then. Am I the asshole for yelling at a crying lady? <laughs> Brackus walks up and just kind of stands there and kneels down and puts his hand on her shoulder and just holds the torch and just kind of hangs out a little bit. Not really saying anything, just... I jolt a little at the touch because I wasn't... I jolt a little at the touch because I wasn't expecting it. (laughs) He just looks at you. Doesn't say anything, just looks at you. Doing the, the doing the whole catcher squat. <laughs> I, I would assume they're still looking at the fire that we lit for the house. Uh, so, actually, yeah. I'm extremely uncomfortable because, again, I don't really know Leo that well, but he's standing over there by a burning building with his like bloody blade, doing God only knows what. I don't understand why Echo is a fucking giant. Um, so Brackett seems like the only normal human being at the moment, which is saying a lot. So I probably would have tried to follow Brackus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say then you would probably be showing up right about now, too. When the, when the hell did you get here? Uh, Not that long ago. Seems like you guys have been having fun without me. I don't know if having fun is the right way to put it, but sure. I mean, we killed a house, so that was fun in my opinion, but... <laughs> I mean... Oh. I just kind of give you a look. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, what are we going to do now? Are we waiting until light because to go to the to go to the shrine or what, what's going on i mean i'm gonna be honest with you not hurt but i am kind of fucking tired you know so they camp i mean i was gonna look for that but i'm gonna cast a um just kind of waltzed into the I'm casting a level one cure wounds on you. Uh, you don't have to do that. I literally didn't take any damage the last fight. <laughs> That's fine, but I'll take it. But he's just I, tired. I, you get yeah, four. I'm just, I'm just tired. You get four health. Nice. Oh shit! I need my notebook. It has my updated health in there. Thank you. Okay, so, I'm right. No, here, take this. I'll, I'll go get it because I, I. So. I got my notebook. It has my updated health because I'm like. Yeah. Uh, right now. <laughs> so, do you guys want to try to find a suitable place to make camp, or do you guys want to press on? Well, Leo and I have to catch up first. Well, this decision will determine whether or not you catch up immediately, or if they proceed on, you have to go find them. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't Let's make really camp. care what we do, but... Let's just make camp. 
Okay. I need I need eight hours, guys. Eight hours of sleep. We should make camp together or rest. one or too much. Fine. Bracket starts to look for a suitable campsite. And I'm at eight right it takes you a little bit, but you find a, a, a clearing area around a few trees that kind of create a buffer um, that seems to be suitable for enough people to set up those small tents and whatnot. You may even be able to possibly create a, a small fire if you so choose. Rackus is going to use his, like, some of his survival skills that he learned and knowing that light attracts things he's gonna kind of build a little fire but kind of build a little, little i don't know what you'd call it Inclusion. like if there's damp leaves but build like a little almost like a little tent over it with it open on one end kind of like a teepee and just I mean, build something so that so that the smoke goes out but the light is concentrated in one direction you're building forward. an enclosure for your fire yeah <laughs> pr pretty much just to keep okay. it just to keep the light down you know so that Give me a survival check to see how successful Five. you are in this. I've <laughs> been waiting to roll survival for a while. Uh, yeah, does anybody that's a, assist? It's a 12. I'll give him a hand. Okay. okay. So you're both trying. Go ahead and roll an advantage. I can fix it later. It's a 12. <laughs> I rolled a natural one for my other roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it takes you quite a while. Uh, Lingvi sees you kind of struggling getting things to like stay together and you have your torch so you're able to light a fire just fine it's just getting this structure that you were thinking of building to actually reflect what you were attempting to do and it's kind of close uh, you ultimately end up with like a weird lean-to pile of leaves covering like one side of the fire Good enough. Have nothing. And uh, I just want to I just want to transition back to kind of back by the the fire in the house, and I'm just kind of staring endlessly into what's left of the ember flames. Echo, I'm assuming you're still over by me as we're transitioning over to them, but why? Well, what I had said last time was that after I there, I just started following after everyone. So I think I'm like halfway to them if you're just focusing on the fire. Okay. We did well, I'll, start, I'll start I'll start making my way um I'll oh, shut up. <laughs> I'll start making my way from the house over to our camp, but I'm just gonna kind of mumble into the air. We did a good thing tonight. I swapped it over to night music or night sounds. Oh. Do you say that to uh, Echo, Leo? He or... said it to himself. Okay. Echo's already gone. He said it to you know who. Yeah. Craven Nudge. <laughs> Voldemort. Um, you generally know the direction that the party headed in. So um, after a little bit of wandering in that direction, you guys can pick up the light from the uh, fire that Brackus and Lingvi lit to find their little camp there. So yeah. e Echo and, and Leo, you do make it back to the party. Uh, what does everybody want to do? Is anybody uh, taking shifts of watch? Is everybody sleeping? What, what are people up to? 
I'll take a first shift. I was going to say, Lingvi is happy to take as much shift as he needs because he's been resting up until this point. Bracus is going to sit down and write a little bit and then fall asleep. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'll take first shift with Lingvi and I'm going to do my, I'm going to just stare at the journal. I'm going to go about cleaning my armor and Stomach acid. Stomach acid all over our clothes. I'm going to just prestidigitation it off. <laughs> nice. Nice, easy clean. Just clean. Okay. Um, whoever's staying up for the first watch, can I get a perception check from... Sure thing. I'll do the last watch. Okay. Nope, that's not uh, right. Beyond why always terrible rolls. Seven. Don't go away. Gotta roll real dice. Ooh, twenty-four. Okay. So, Lingvi, you're preoccupied with taking notes in your notebook and kind of dazing off into the the um kind of hypnotic patterns of the fire and the sounds of the night. Um, Sithril, you're you were more encompassed in your thoughts than what happened and everything that seems to be going on, but also the things that seem to be off. But you're still aware. You're still listening to the night around you, and you hear the crickets. You hear an owl off in the distance. You do hear some rustling in the forest. Seems to probably be some sort of animals or predators night creatures nothing seems to be alarming or concerning for your guys' watch uh, are you guys taking this in two watches or how are you splitting it up you mean between Lingvi and I because I'm uh, doing last well just between the group entirely so is it going to be Sithril and Lingvi and then Echo 50-50 yeah. or yeah 50-50 so 4 and 4 Okay, so Sithril, Lingvi, your your watch comes roughly to the middle of the night, comes to an end, and you wake up Echo for her shift. Echo, can I get a perception check for your watch? 27. Ow! Jeez, okay. Very perceptive of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lot bigger, so I could see a lot farther. <laughs> what did you do? She, like, stabbed herself with her dice. I dropped one of my heaviest dice on planet and stayed. <laughs> I heard some of that. I don't know why uh, the mic keeps cutting off. She hurt herself. I hurt myself. Yeah. I, I figured. <laughs> Uh, okay, so with that, it, the rest of the nice night is pretty peaceful. There doesn't seem to be much going on. Um, Echo, you are very aware in the distance that you hear the crackle of the fire of that house burning. No, nope, I don't. She doesn't oh, you're hear right. it. Oh, right. You wouldn't. You wouldn't hear it. Ha. <laughs> uh, you would see it though. You would see the glow in the distance. I keep forgetting that your perception is, is applicable to other things. Um. Yeah. 
feel it. You would notice that within your general perceptive range, though, uh, small, like, creatures scurrying about, things like rabbits and, and mice and things like that, you do notice an owl comes swooping by and seems to pick up a mouse and take it off into the distance. But nothing untoward. Doesn't seem to be any sort of danger or anything nearby that you notice. And eventually, the sun starts to rise. And you can just see that glow over the horizon of the sun starting to to come up. Okay. At this point, everybody gets a long rest. It, it, it says, uh, how did I do it before? Nope, nope, hold on. Woods. Now we got daytime woods. Yeah. What would you all like to do? Hold on, hang on. Rackus is like doing his morning stretches. You're not on the app. I mean, I Alright, we're going to that shrine, right? Yes, yeah. Gets his gets his armor put on, you know. Morning routine. You do notice as the sun is starting to peak over the the mountains and the vague, you know diffused light casts across the valley here. You guys can see the mountain ranges around you, and um, Brackus, since you're pretty aware of what you're looking for, you notice a kind of a large cliffed edge of one of the nearby mountains that seems to go pretty high vertically, um, but you can see trailing along it just this kind of tapered edge, which looks like some sort of path or sorts that winds its way up to a very like corner of that cliff where you do see a small single tree growing out of it which kind of matches the description of where Mm -hmm. you were told that this shrine was okay once brackets notice that points it out scarfs his breakfast down and a bit unusual because brackets is like kind of willing to let everybody else lead most of the time he just starts going for the path that he saw straight up just is everybody i imagine everybody's sitting around kind of like half through their breakfast brackus is done and he just gets up and starts walking and just kind of yells let's go and just takes off heading toward the path i'm going to jog up to be near him and help guide him to make sure he's going the right way. Are you still large at this point? Yes, I am still huge. <laughs> it's 24 hours, so I get it until evening. Yep. But breakfast. Eat it on the walk. Brackish just keeps walking. Yeah, so I'll, I'll make sure to help guide. Okay. Uh... Oh, and somebody put out the fire so we don't gotta walk through a forest fire on our way back. <laughs> he's just gone. Doesn't care. He's he's got all his stuff and he's he's moving. He's gone. Okay. Uh um, the fire. Brackus and Echo, either you can roll separately 
or you can one of you can roll with advantage for a survival check. What's the temp? What's the weather today? Uh, so far, it is foggy and kind of humid. It is uh, kind of that dense feel, you know, to the air. It is still early morning, so. Okay. I'll do advantage because I have good survival. Oh, oh. Brackus knows where he's going. He sees you and he's like, ah, I, I know where the fuck I'm going. He's rolling too. Okay, well, I got a 19. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 19 plus four. I got a 20. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Brackus is determined. So both of you guys figure out as you're you're heading in the direction, you can see that cliff edge. It's probably a, an hour or two trek to get there because it's up the mountain and then off to the right a little bit um, from the direction that you know you need to go. And it just makes sense that, well, if the mountain is a cliff edge there and it tapers this way that you probably have to head a little farther right to make it up to the mountain where that path probably starts. So you guys adjust your path accordingly, and after a decent amount of walking, uh, you guys do find what looks to be this kind of rugged cliff edge that makes its way winding up the mountain. Nice. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. Yeah, Brackus takes point and just... Okay. What is everybody else up to? I think we're all just going. We're just following. Following, scarfing down my hard tack. <laughs> okay. We got really good rations from my town, too, so it... Mm-hmm. It'll be hard good. jerky instead. Mm-hmm. Lingvi is eating hard tack because he's still not feeling well. <laughs> Fair. Basic food, yeah. Shit on a shingle and whatnot, you know. Your favorite food. Yeah. Yeah. I basically grabbed a mug of hot water and put it in there and basically like using a spoon and making porridge out of it. (laughs) Oh. Because funny enough, that's actually how they used to eat it. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys start the trek up this cliff edge. And yeah. it's it's pretty steep at some places. It's like a forty five degree angle, and sometimes a little sharp, a little steeper, and then a little more gradual. And it 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 changes pretty drastically throughout it. Once you get higher, then it starts to even out to be a little more level. Um, as you are winding your way up the path, you guys do see ahead of you. Mm, about a decent ways I'd say maybe two three hundred feet up the path farther you see what looks like a a humanoid person you know ahead of you walking up the mountain with a large kind of backpack and then what looks like uh, like a white and yellow coloration at the top of the backpack slowly with a stick you know walking stick making their way up the the same path <laughs> Well, is still moving. He's he's just walking. He sees the person. And he's like, "Give a fuck." There's somebody else on this trail. I'm going. I'm, you know, he's just, dude. He is. He's like laser hyper focused right now. He's what? Uh... I'm, I'm so tired of dealing with people because every time we've dealt with people, 
shit has gone down yeah. and I'm just like tired. What? It, so what? I'm just like, I'm just ignoring this person. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> okay. Are you, what, what pace are you guys traveling at? I don't like it. What uh, pace are you guys traveling at? I guess I would imagine. That moderate hike that white people do. Yeah. Yeah, Brackus, Brackus has taken kind of a in between a normal and a fast okay. kind of pace because he is he is just he's bound and determined a more to get there. Okay. Once he knew once he knows what he was looking for and he found saw what he was looking for, he is he's he's doing an old march basically, like his old days. Okay. Like his crusader days. So he's just marching, powering. Okay. So you guys catch up it takes a little while, but just mostly because the sheer incline itself. But you guys catch up pretty quickly as when you get closer, you see that it's it's an older man and he's got quite a large backpack and his walking stick and he's not moving. He's he's moving at a walk speed like it's not it's not quick like you guys and it's not as stable as you guys. As you can see, he's really relying on this walking stick. Um, and as Brackus, since you're leading this, as you approach, the the older man kind of pivots and turns back and looks at you. Oh, my, my. I wasn't expecting anybody else on the mountainside today. Well, I heard there was a shrine. Ah, you, you seek the shrine. I'm actually on my way up there myself. Mind if I tag along with you, uh, young folks? It's safer to travel in a, in a group. Not at all. Much appreciated. And he kind of Brackus, when, when he says tag along, Brackus doesn't slow down. He's just <laughs> as long as you he's, he's fucking going. He didn't say as long as you can keep up. He's just he's setting a precedent, and he's just he's going. You know. Okay. Uh, what do the rest of you guys do as you approach I'm, and begin to pass? I'm going to eye him as I'm passing and just see if I can get a, get a, read, yeah, get a quick read on him as I pass, because I'm just going to stay right behind Brackus. Yeah. Um, go ahead and give me an insight check. Uh, as you do pass, you do notice that he seems to be a, a, a man, a human in maybe his late 50s, early 60s, and uh, he's got quite a large pack that he's carrying. Uh, at the top of the pack, however, that white and yellow that you saw seems to be a bushel of sun petal daisies. Oh, I got a 20. Okay. Dirty 20. <laughs> so as you guys approach and you can see, he, he genuinely seems like a sweet old man. He just... Seems very dedicated in in making this trek alongside you guys, or in, in addition to you guys. Um, but you're not quite sure where he gets the determination, especially for a man of his age traveling out here in the middle of, you know, the mountains. You don't really sense anything negative about him. Okay, I'm just passing him. Okay. Uh, Sithril, do you also head on past, or do you keep in step, or what? I'll keep in step. Okay. Mostly, I, I'm not going to engage in conversation, but I am just, you know, 
like pol yeah the polite not and like the the white person passing each other on the street <laughs> and uh you know I, I i am a healer so i i'm gonna stay nearby because he's old and frail and Maybe, he might uh, die at any second. <laughs> he might die at any second. And, uh, you know, I gotta be ready. <laughs> gotta uh, be ready for that CPR. Yeah. Leo and Lingvi, as you guys are coming up at the end of the party here, uh, what do you guys do? I'm gonna lean towards Lingvi, and I'm gonna say... <laughs> oh, my God. That's what you said. You yeah. did say that. Um, I'm... No, I um, cut out. Say again. Sure, just get closer. You might have to do that. If yeah, talk. If, if you talk quiet, it might be you might be too far away, and it's just cutting you out. You may not have been here the other night, but I'm done trusting. <laughs> and he cut out again. Only at the end, though. We got the gist. Yeah. Um, that's that's <laughs> that's really aggressive, Leo. <laughs> is the gist. <laughs> That's a pretty big assumption to make. <laughs> if he tries to take us to another cabin that tries Why is it doing this? Mm. We get like half of what you're saying. I don't know what's going you level with it, you might not be able to do the voice. Yeah, you might you might not be able to do the voice. Because you might be peak Bye. Yeah. So you wanna say it again? I'm just gonna tell him if if he tries to take us to a cabin that might try to eat us, I'm gonna cut off <laughs> okay. <laughs> he like <laughs> mid step, like does a half step and a chuckle. Um, <laughs> my, you're a uh, quite an interesting group of individuals here. I don't think I've heard anyone make a sort of comment like that before. No. Well, my question was, Leo kind of saying that, like, just to me, like, quietly, or was he saying that out loud? Because it seemed like he might have been saying that to me quietly. That's a, I mean, knowing how Leo is, he might say it just... Just louder. I get the message. Like, we've had a long night, don't try anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're being quiet. If that's the case, then I'm just gonna kind of not be like, oh, oh, okay. Um, I really don't know how to comment on that without <laughs> being rude. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think um, Lingvi though is gonna hang out with with like Sithril and the old man because he's again going to appreciate the opportunity to finish his porridge. <laughs> okay. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> nice. Except for when you're maybe like trekking really hard, you probably will puke it up, but <laughs> uh, so as you guys are making your way up the hill, Echo and Brackus are kind of pushing ahead uh, a little faster than you guys. Um, the older gentleman, as he's making his way up, kind of turns. So what brings y'all out to the mountains here? This is pretty remote. Sithril, you'd be the one to speak up on that because it's the artifact that we're after, right? Or at least we hear that there's something up there. It depends on if she wants to share it or not. That's true. Um, I 
we wish to see the shrine. We've heard so much about it, and our friend up ahead is a man of faith, or a dragon of faith, I guess. Uh, I could identify with that. I am also a man of faith. <laughs> Zach, you were muted. I'm not muted. I just said it really quietly. Oh. <laughs> we can't hear. <laughs> I just said, drag me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, if does anybody else want to have any sort of small talk on the way up? No, for cool. I guess I'll, 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 what brings you to the time? Well, I make this trip every year. I like to come up here, and as I said, I'm a man of faith myself. Um, I bring uh, this bushel of flowers to this very special spot and I set up a shrine of my own. Who is the, um, who's the shrine for? I can't remember what the old lady said. Platinum Dragon. Platinum Dragon? Okay, Bahamut. Yeah. Okay. The, the shrine that's already up there, the stone shrine is to Bahamut or the Platinum Dragon. Okay. That's it. Okay. So you guys make your way. It takes a little while. Um, probably about another 45 minutes of, of hiking. Um, Brackus and Echo, you get to the precipice first. And you do see as you come to this like kind of open landing space high up in the, the mountain. Um, it seems to be an area that looks like it had a landslide and then some of it like shifted out and settled on a larger rock and created this flat space. And near the edge of the cliff is this kind of long, like scraggly, barely holding on tree that's just hanging over the cliff edge. It's got its kind of viney looking leaves and branches. And near the edge there is a decently sized, maybe about the size of uh, Echo normally, uh, a stone statue of a dragon. And it looks to be kind of like astute sat there, wings tucked in and everything, head up tall. And it, Brackus, you recognize it as being Bahamut. Around the statue, you do see um, there are some silver and copper coins. There are some mostly burnt down um, candles completely used to the to the bottom and uh, there seems to be like some fabrics and like little sashes and, and things of mm. decoration so without saying anything Brackus is going to walk up to the statue it's going to set down a gold piece is going to pull some incense out of his bag and kind of like light it right in front to get it to start burning and smoking a little bit and then he's going to sit down cross-legged and kind of just lay his hands in his lap and close his eyes 
and try to block out everything that's going on around him to kind of focus on the shrine and kind of basically just meditate just him the shrine and just kind of feel things and you know how people pray in their mind just kind of say things and try to work through a few things that he's thinking about and you know classic dude just kind of just sitting there like what the fuck am I supposed to be doing why am I on this trip you know basically just trying to work through things that he's like I I know I'm supposed to be here or at least I feel like I'm supposed to be here but why I can't get sick this plague can't kill me why the fuck am I doing this you know type deal so it's just kind of a you know he's just going through it and just straight up meditating doesn't even acknowledge anybody when they come up just is full on him in the shrine and he is trying to block everything out okay uh, I'm just going to kind of say to whoever's nearby to live we made the trek up here is somebody going to explain to me why he's kneeling called praying do not mock a man for his faith I'm just going to go find a rock nearby to just sit down on and make sure it's not well yeah holy. make sure it's not a holy rock just a random rock <laughs> and uh <laughs> And just kind of open that journal and just stare at the word that came up. And I'm just going to um, just sit quietly so that I'm not disturbing him. We're here for a reason, so I'm sure he'll tell us when he's when he's available. Okay. Um, after a little while, Brackus, you do feel this, like, in this space, in this moment, after sitting and, and kind of meditating on it, you do feel this, like, emboldenedness. you know? You, you feel, like, your core strengthen a little bit internally. And as you're focusing, your focus breaks just a little bit. As you notice this, this older man kind of saunter over, and he sets down his bag and then starts pulling things out of it. And then he sets down next to the statue of Bahamut. This kind of ornate-looking wooden box with small feet on it. It looks like a like a tiny table with sides. And on it, then, he sets up a few incense, kind of like you did. He sets a candle in the center and lights it. He puts the, the flowers around and then kneels next to you and is silent, praying as well. And for a little bit, you just hear the silence and the breeze come in throughout the cliffs. And it, it feels very calming. It almost feels like, like the mountains have music of their own for a moment there. And as you, you guys, I would say Sithril and Echo, you have the highest perception. You do notice that the old man does have tears running down his face. You all right? He kind of shifts in his place. Yes. 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 Just enjoying the peace and the memories. 
this was uh this was my daughter's favorite place. I'm sorry. These mountains are a dangerous place. But she always found peace with this spot. And I've always found faith in Bahamut. I believe in his justice. How long has it been? I think it's been about eight years. Then the light marks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry all the same. I know loss like that can be extremely difficult to move on from. Yes. Part of the reason I come here is uh, she was never found. She, she had dreams to uh, join the different trading caravans that traveled from town to town. She had so many, so many desires to travel. And one day when she was old enough, she, she did. She became a merchant and she joined one of their caravans. And that caravan went missing here in the Valmain Mountains. Uh, all that was found was an overturned carriage. How old was she when she left she might have been no she was she was uh, 17 practice in his meditative state listening to the conversation a little bit speaks up and says I don't know what justice you've seen from Bahamut but while I try, I haven't seen much. Steve. I've seen some justices in my lifetime, but not everything works in the immediate. Some of it is for the, the bigger picture. Love it. Or at least that's what I like to believe in. A little piece of me believes she's still out there somewhere. At least I would... That's why I hope. It makes me happier that way. But... If you can serve and... Create your own little justices and... Right wrongs... I feel like everybody can do a little bit of... What Bahamut promotes. There's a whole lot of wrongs out there to be righted. I haven't seen many of the ones that have happened to me be righted yet. Maybe it's for a purpose, even though it may not show itself to you at this time. Have you ever felt a tug toward the darkness? deep within yourself yeah a long time ago when uh, when I first found out 
Evelyn was missing. There was there was about a year that I it was hard to believe in anything. It was hard to understand why it would happen to me. But as time went on, it's it's better to settle the heart. It's better to try and promote better things than to stop believing in the world. Brackish just kind of starts laughing a little bit. I've been trying to do that for three years. It hasn't worked yet. But then again, every night I have these faces go through my head. Every night I watch what happened to me and then watch my friends leave, leaving me all alone, nowhere to go, no guidance. So I wander. I just got up and wandered off one day. At least found somebody who thought I might be useful. And some people here who, well, are good people at least. One I'm not so convinced of yet, but the other three are relatively good. I just kind of... Keep at arm's reach a little bit. Do what I've been taught and trained to do. And work as a, uh, knowing that where we're going without teamwork, one or all of us might not make it back. He looks and kind of nods and then gestures to the rest of the group. Well, at least you have a lovely group that you're wandering with I do wish you the best I think you'll find what you're looking for eventually hopefully it comes faster than it had before I wish it does and he goes back to kind of praying Brackus does too just kind of blocks everything out again. What is everybody else up to? Scared to death, apparently. You what? You're not hearing an echo from... Are you still hearing an echo? Uh, not really. I'm not. Okay, cool. We finally figured out how to get it to the team. Jump here. Scared the shit out of It was like this. a 50 with 100%. It's terrifying. Uh, you wanted to unmute us. Do you have something to say? Yeah, I just... I don't know. I mean, just trying to think about who I would say this to. We'll say it and then we can... Maybe sit down next to Ling Vi or something. He's kind of drawing and he's off by himself a little bit. I'll just kind of say that all this all this talk of faith and the only faith I need is the things that I can see here in front of me and I'm just going to kind of point to the he's drawing out and just kind of grab a handful of dirt it's the things that I can sun on my face the wind in my hair 
again, it's just the, it's the physical things. I it's something I need to be able to see. Yeah, you know, Lingvi kind of nods his head because he, um, I think how I, you know, that's something that I can relate to. I, you know, being an archaeologist, I'm exposed to a lot of different traditions and cultures and religions, and honestly, I see that all of them have some kind of deeper truth behind them, but honestly, I never really felt the need to subscribe to any of them. So, I, I very much hear you, though, that, you know, it's all about the things that you... around you that you can interact with on a daily basis. There's little truths in everything in our in our daily lives, and it's important to not lose sight of that over things like faith and... Does does Brackus hear this all kind of going on, or them chatting? I guess it depends. How uh, vocal are you guys? I'm not being too particularly loud. Again, we're just kind of off to the side. Are you guys whispering to each other, or are you just kind of frankly saying? Um, just kind of like a quiet conversational tone. Yeah. Okay, I think Brackus, you would hear. A little bit going on behind you, but you're not focused on it enough to know what yeah. they're saying. Yep. Anything else you you guys like to do? I'm just gonna kind of lie lie down in the in the in the sun and just kind of pull my hood down over my it's eyes. Foggy. It's yeah. foggy. No, lay down the no <laughs> Oh, that's right. You can, you check the weather forecast. I check the weather forecast every day. Yeah, you're getting you're getting a you're getting a steam bath. <laughs> yeah, and now Mel with the weather. Gross. It's funny. So after, I would say maybe 15, 20 minutes, um, the older gentleman kind of shuffles and clears his throat a little bit. <clears throat> I don't believe I caught your name, young dragonborn. My name is Brackus. Well, it's good to meet you, Brackus. And your name is? My name is Irk. Irk. Well, it's good to meet you as well. So far, I, I feel like I feel like you are deserving of whatever comes your way, and you definitely deserve better. If I could help push you in that direction, I'd be glad to. Um, maybe I can offer you some information. Where are you heading? We're looking for the moon drop. <laughs> In the moment, Brackus is just kind of sitting there and just kind of thinking over, and he's like, you know, this dude trekked up a friggin' mountain to be there in a spot that his daughter loved to honor her memory. And Brackus is like, he's probably being pretty, he's probably a pretty all right guy. And Brackus just basically explains 
We're looking for an artifact to help possibly put the cure to a disease that is ravaging the East. And we're looking for a specific, which it would have been described. He just explains the legend of what they've been told and what they're looking for and relatively and kind of the relative you know because Brackus being within a crusading group would remember you know the plan is always laid out this is what we're doing this is where we're going these are the specific places you need to look for so he would have that all committed to memory and would just be reciting that off to him you know, we're looking for like a wizard's tower in the middle of a caldera or kind of off to the edge of the caldera or, you know, we don't know where exactly, but we know what we're looking for. And we don't exactly know what the artifact looks like. These are what the legends have said it looks like, you know, just kind of goes on and yeah, specifically yeah. says this is this is our immediate mission. This is what we're looking for. And Brackus isn't looking any further than that right now. He's just looking at what's in in front of him, you know. Okay, he's just kind of looking at you, nodding slowly as you as you speak and describe this to him. Well, it sounds like you're already working on, you know, doing something in the justices of Bahamut. If this is your quest, um, maybe I can help spread that a little bit more. Uh, I do know of a caldera, kind of northwest of here. Um, I don't know of any sort of wizard's tower, but I do know there is a strange structure kind of in the center of the Caldera Basin. Um, from here, you can head down. If you continue down this uh, ridge line, you follow the kind of mountaintop here and head there. There's a path that continues down into the ravines. Uh, you can make your way through. And you just follow that straight through. There's no good way through the ravines. It's easy to get lost. But at least you know if you're there that you're on track. Well, thank you very much. I happily oblige. So how long do you stay before you guys leave? I would think Brackus would meditate, you know, if he's packing up and getting ready to leave. And as he's starting to walk down, Brackus would sit there at least while he's packing up and then maybe for another five to ten minutes. Okay. And then get up and stretch. Take in the view a little bit from where he's at because he really didn't do that earlier and just kind of take a deep, big, deep breath of the mountain, fresh mountain air and... uh Look at everybody and say, ready to go. I'll nod and I'll put my notebook back. Mm -hmm. Okay. I nod. Around the time that you guys are packing up and getting ready to, to continue on in the direction that he directed, you do see the older man has packed up most of his things. He's left the flowers at the statue and now he's over near the like rock wall, kind of sat on a rock. Uh, and and seems to light a little fire and is starting to make some tea. He he looks like he's going to spend a decent amount of time here today. 
Good luck on your journeys. I wish you well. Be safe on your way back. He nods. And then I guess Brackus turns and starts to kind of slowly head in the direction that he suggested. Okay. Waiting for everybody else to kind of just get up and start following or someone else to take the lead and just kind of starts walking in the direction he talked about. I'll take the lead. Okay. I will take the ring to Mordor. I will take it. (laughs) You will take it and I will carry you. (laughs) I might be able to carry you. I I can can carry you. Nice. Okay, before we continue on, uh, I would like to see if anybody wants to take a quick bathroom break. Yes. Yes. All righty. Please. We will all return in a few minutes. Alrighty, I have returned. Uh, I enjoy backstory kernels. Just crumbs. Yeah, little little things. They also mm-hmm. hint to other possible things that are going on in the world. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Mel, Amy, and Jared, are you guys able to move your the mic a little closer to you guys too? I think that might also help with it not breaking out because I think sometimes it's the reason it, I I think it happens and I'm not sure is because Jared's register of voice is different enough from Mel and Amy's that when it's used to them and then he speaks, it's thinking it's like background noise, so it cuts out some of it because it's too low compared to. Your your voices. It's hard to say sometimes, though. So. How's that? Uh, well, it ha- you're not in yeah. front of it, so have Jared and Amy talk. One, two, three. Testing. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Does it sound all right? It's a little oh. echoey. Did you you didn't swap it to a different setting, did you? No, no. Gee. Okay. Tilted it. Mm, okay. It's okay. It's temporary anyways. If I had was there and had time to dick with it, I would probably mess with it to find the perfect setting and everything, but it's not. I don't want to put it on the couch because somebody might step on it. Yeah. Here's a little boy. He's got a small french fry. He gonna play some dice rolling. Miss you. Yeah. Did he just have a bath? Yeah. yeah. He's hanging out with Dad while Mom fixes her hair. I miss you, buddy. <laughs> is he reaching for the mic? <laughs> sure is. He's like, look at this thing. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone appreciates that. Yeah. We, we, we can't hear anything. So. Yeah, surprisingly, it's not making any. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Say hi. 
If he could hear them talking, he would probably say hi back. Yeah. He sort of said hi or Yeah, because I think we're going to Zach's earbuds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Trying to talk to the boy. The Sorry. Boy. I want to talk boy. to him. Boy. Boy. Think they should just hire his voice actor. <laughs> yeah. What was that th- that thing that they were doing over COVID? Uh, like Gabriel Gilfried did it and stuff like that. Remember, it was the you could pay for somebody to to say something as a voiceover and then. What was it? Oh, um, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it was called though. Yeah, it was popular for a very short time frame. Okay, are we all ready to resume? Think so. Yeah. Cool beans. Okay, after I would say a few hours of travel, you guys find your way winding through the mountaintop here along the path that you were specified. The cliffside gets pretty narrow at some points, and it's quite a drop-off, pretty sheer angle down the cliffside. Um, But you guys manage to make your way through. It's about, like, a one-person wide path, though, um, for a majority of the trip. And eventually it does kind of make its way down and into the ravines that seem to cut away at some of these large rock structures and mountains and and cliff edges. Um, and as you make, make your way into the ravines, as previously stated, you do see um, a sort of uh, wooden stick with a red fabric sticking off of it in the ground there, as indicating where the scouts had previously traversed and stated that if you follow those, you're definitely on track. Brackus is going to be on the lookout for any more of those in the distance, kind of. Okay. Uh, as you progress in, these ravines seem to have pretty high walls, high sheer rock walls. And some of them are pretty narrow. So instead of going from the high cliff edge path, you are now in these tall corridors that are kind of tight, especially for Brackus, to squeeze through and then you make your way into a larger space and they're just paths through the rock face itself. Just imagining Echo, if Brackus is struggling, Echo in her giant form at the moment, just kind of... Yeah. Brackets behind, kind of shouldering her to push her through some spots. Uh, And then you guys start coming to spaces where there are multiple options of directions to go. Uh, Who is leading the group? The giant. 
Echo with her giant form. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you please roll a d20 for me? I feel like we're going to push her through the pathways. Push. Push. Just a straight roll. Uh, yeah, just a just a straight d20. Thirteen. Okay. So you choose a path at random. You think that it's probably the right way to go, and you head through. And it seems to wind for a while, and then doubles back a little bit, and then winds back. And you actually get a little turned around. It feels like you're you're not sure if you're going in the right direction anymore. And you come upon uh, upon another set of areas that can go in five different directions. Uh, are you still leading? Yeah. Okay. Please give me does, another roll. Does Brackus see anything knowing that we've kind of been winding and she's just leading the way? Does Brackus uh, see anything that like he could... Are there like sticks or some like longer limbs on the ground or stuff like that that he could kind of at least mark where they came from to kind of leave a little... Okay. A little um, breadcrumb, so if we have to backtrack, we know, okay, we came back from here, we need to go, we, we've we gone through this path, we need to try, either yeah. try another path, or if we've tried all of them, we need to go back this way and try a different one. Okay, yeah. Um, you're able, it, There, there is the rock walls themselves, you know that you could probably make some sort of metal indent or scratching with one of your weapons into it, yeah. but there is, like, where the rock meets the floor mm. there is some like large roots that kind of protrude okay. and then dig through um, and you can mark one of those as you go yeah. along as well either that or if there's loose stones like kind of mm -hmm. stack them a little bit you know something so that, that looks man-made okay yeah mm -hmm. uh, Echo did you give me another roll? 13 again 13 again okay so you choose another path and you're making your way through and it feels like quite a while. You guys are traveling through this space, and it's hard to tell time. It's hard. It, the space is vertical, so the only light you see is coming from straight above you guys in this narrow passage. And it feels like you guys are kind of weaseling your way through this snaking ravine, uh, like cave system, basically, f for five, ten... 15 it's hard to tell how much time has passed and then you come to another spot that seems to be a little more open again uh with another set of paths what do you guys want to do i'm just going to make the comment echo i don't know if it's your newfound form of giantism but you were a better navigator when you were smaller Brackus is chuckling as he's again building a little something man-made so he can mark where they came from. He would have said it for me in here. Yep. I'm going to push it. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're a holy now, too. I'm going to remember this when you shrink. You're Amy Brackus Brackus looks at Leoris and says, "For all we know, she could be like this for the rest of her life." Would you like this? Kind of turns and ponders it where they should. Be. Do you want someone else to lead? Well, Brackus can lead if you want. 
Okay. He doesn't care. Whoever is leading, please roll another d20. All right. <laughs> Three. Okay. So you, you are like, you know what? We tried, you know, this path and we tried that path previously. You know, this was the third path from the left. This is the far left path. We're going to go to the right path. And so you follow down one of these corridors and you guys are wandering for a little bit and you get turned around and then you end up right back where you have a stack of some of those rocks. Hmm. I'm just gonna like step up next to him and just give him a smile. I'm just right. gonna marks marks where they came out again and 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 takes off down another <laughs> Roll a d20. I'm just I just look at the rest of the group and it's like oh look it's like it's like someone's been through here before. It's a it's a twelve. <laughs> Okay. Getting better. <laughs> so you choose a, di a different path, and you feel less sure than you were previously, but still fairly sure. And you're heading through, and it starts getting really narrow, and you have to turn sideways to make it through. Echo, you are having a very hard time squeezing Yeah, through. I would say, I don't think I fit. I'm huge. That's yeah. 15 feet. Well... The space at the bottom, the corridor is slightly angled. So for you, you're stepping and it's it's you're wedged in there. But it is wider the higher up you you go because okay, you're taller. So I'll do that. I'll do that thing that kids like to do, where you're like legs in the doorway and you're like up in the top of the doorway. I'll do that and kind of like wall walk. Okay, so you're for you because it, it's still narrow you're still also sideways kind of pushing through but off the ground you're using your feet on the walls to try yeah. to wedge your way through without getting stuck. at the top so I'm like if it's wider that'll make it easier to move. okay uh it takes you guys what you think is maybe an hour of of traveling through this what feels like really tight space but it's hard to tell eventually it does come out to it feels like a crack in the wall that you exit out of into a much larger canyon space. The walls are still quite high, but it looks almost as if like there was an earthquake and the earth split here and it's much wider. The basin is all jagged, but seems to be uh, sort of like shallowed out in like mud in the bottom of it to create a sort of small path. Uh, if you guys don't already have roll 20, go ahead and open it up. Second. Already there. Um, also, Mel's laptop is really angry, so we might have to cut it soon since it's like... Oh! It took you to shut the fuck up! The... What? Never mind. Ah! Ew! Oh. We get some, some Mel chest. It's the boat hole. 
Okay. Stop. The computer is good. Well, we can't hear it, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So you guys exit into this space, and the there is like levels to it, like sort of on either side. There's like a little terrace of of stone and dirt, and then it terraces down back into a small valley in the very center of this much larger ravine. Um, and the very bottom of it has like a mossy, grassy feel in the mud there. And as you can see, you guys are on the lower end of this ravine that heads sprawling out in front of you. Am I the Brackus only is... one that sees blackness on the map? Um, I see oh. blackness on the edges, but not like. Okay, let me see. I might have center. something I need. Is daylight not on? Daylight should be on. Oh, here, one second. You guys might not have... Yeah, here. Okay, vision on. Vision oh, you're on. using dynamic lighting? Yeah. I didn't have ah. vision on for your token, that's why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody else should be able to see it now, yeah? Yup. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think your token was the only one I forgot to turn it on for. Uh, you you can see now, though, yes? Uh, hold on, let me reload and see if that fixes it. Reload. Reload. Okay. Mm. No, I still see black. Mm, one second. It's probably... I thought it said black. Whoa. Okay. Black. Oh, yeah, there we go. Hold there on. There we go. Okay, I reset your token. So you should be okay now? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you probably just had to re-put them on there. Perfect. Okay. So you guys are at the lower end of this ravine. What would you guys like to do? I would like to try my hand at leading. Okay. Um, Krakus is going to slowly scan kind of above us. Well... Leo's like moving forward, I guess. Okay. Can I make an arcana check to see if like it's in, this is enchanted in any way to see if like if it tries to confuse us or something? Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make an arcana check. Assuming that your character is has the inkling that there could be some sort of illusionary magic. Are we in Mirkwood? <laughs> I'm guessing it's a one. No. It's a 13 again. No, uh, is it one? No, was it? It's a is one. It a one? <laughs> no, it was a 13. Uh, it was a third no, it's a 13. Yeah. Is it? Oh, wow. You with your yeah. unlucky 13s. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> you seem to just be out in nature, and it's a ravine in the mountains. Like... It, it, you don't. S nothing like feels magic. magical. It... Okay. Who's following Leo? I'll be right behind him, I guess. Copy in the middle. I'm slowly, like, following, watching for pitfalls, you know. Kind of flanking Sithril a little bit. Just kind of. Okay. 
watching out. Scanning through. scanning the ridge lines a little bit. See if there's anything above us. Okay. Yeah. So you guys start heading on kind of cautiously walking through the canyon just keeping your eyes out and um, the majority of you guys do hear a low noise that kind of echoes through the ravine kind of ahead of you guys it's hard to pinpoint what the sound is though like you don't identify it it just sounds like a noise well it's a good thing we're in penis formation we just gonna say it we just gonna say it yep. strategic dick formation now we do it Sithril, Lingvi, and Brachus are part of the balls going in dry no I'm the paint aren't I? Uh, you're the base I'm the base yeah okay so do you guys proceed? We'll keep going forward. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye around. Just gonna keep an eye out for shit. Okay. Brackus is doing the same. Keep thrusting men. Thrust. <laughs> <laughs> Further down the channel. Can I make a perception check just to see if I if I can recognize what the noise was? Yeah, so I'm going to have uh, Brackus, you were looking out. Leo, you want to look. And anybody else was keeping watch? Me. Go oh. ahead and everybody make uh, all three, you guys make a perception check. I'll make one too. Okay. 25. Maybe I won't. 16. Yeah. Four. Okay. I found a rock. <laughs> uh, Brackus, you notice like a, a rock kind of tumbles from the top of the the ravine and you're you're watching where it landed you're like there was a rock there uh the rest of you guys do see a shift of movement near the top of the ridge and ahead of you you do hear that kind of low like growl or rumble as well do you guys continue on or what do you do how far away did the did the rock tumble down? Uh, the ravine is only like it's not very wide. Let me double check though. It's like at most fifty feet wide. So from you guys, it would have fallen like twenty feet away because that's where the cliff wall is. Uh, I I'm gonna tell the group to hold on for a second. How tall is it? The the sh the rock wall? Yeah, from where the rock fell. Uh, it may go up like two hundred feet. Oh shit! Yeah, I will say. Wait, 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 wait. Let me check my inventory. Yeah, nope, never mind. What are you going to No, I was like, maybe I could just run up it. I'm a monk, but I can't run that far. <laughs> okay. Do you guys? would be very impressive. Yeah. Do you guys continue on? Yeah, but I'm gonna pay real close attention to, uh, uh, like where the rock fell and stuff, and just keeping an eye on the ridge line. Okay. 
in addition to keeping watch, are you guys, what pace are you making? Are you guys trying to be sneaky? Are you guys just walking? Or are you trying to be quick? I, I definitely would have slowed down a little bit just so I could gauge things. So I think maybe a slightly slower. I'm going with the flow of traffic. Yeah. Is even be stealthy? <laughs> I mean, at disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could roll two nat 20s. You don't know. <laughs> um, Leo, since you're leading it, what are you doing? Well, I think I, I would just tell the rest of the group that no point in us trying to be sneaky. We're already out in the open. We're sitting ducks out here. Be aware of the ridgeline. Yeah. Okay. So instead of just, instead of being sneaky, you guys are just pacing yourself. Like on guard. Yeah. Okay. So you guys head a little farther in and you get past this narrower section of the terraces in the ravine here, the ravine basin. Uh, ahead of you, you do see a tree that looks old and decrepit and has fallen over. Uh, up near the top right, you do see it's it's a little lower than that 200 feet, but you do see large rocks and everything shifting where, where that space is. Um, it seems to be like that portion of the wall at some point, there was a rock slide. So it's kind of like what it would look like in the aftermath of a, of a rock slide years later. And then because you guys are keeping watch, you do see something kind of shift. You see like a, a low tannish figure kind of move through the rocks, but you can't tell what it is. Like where, where on the map, I guess, would you say this, this person's moving? Up here to your right, but it's a higher up this kind of rock slide. I'm pinging it now. Pew, pew. Brackus is going to put his shield on his back and then pull out a javelin. There just kind of hold it at the ready with his axe in his non-dominant hand. I'm going to have my crossbow ready. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Crossbow. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have bless ready. Okay. Uh, do you guys continue or are you holding your ground? So we continue a little bit. I say we continue as we are. You say continue. Yeah. I would say continue as well. Okay. It gets a little wider in this area here at this basin. The left side seems to be more eroded away. And you get just past the the fallen log and you see a little farther along another fallen log that kind of is creating that a bridge between this lower level that you're on and the other higher terrace to your left that's about five to eight feet taller. Um, up to your left here in this space here. I can see above it perfectly. Yeah, Echo, you're plenty tall. Um, Brackus, you should be able to just see that that level as well. Um, oh, look there. So, as you guys are approaching this log, 
you do see Brackus and Echo, a low figure kind of hop down from the upper rocks up here to your upper left. And it it's a strange looking shape at first. It's very low to the ground. And then it starts to, to move forward and you can see a leg. And then you kind of realize, oh, this looks like a very large cat in the way it's moving. Um, Brackus is going to kind of look and pantomime at everybody. There's I'm, something up there. And then it's going to kind of come over to the edge of here and just kind of crouch behind it. Waiting for something to happen. Some lit orbs over to it. Yes. Um, so before Brackus goes off, I'm going to tap your hands. So you now have a plus four to any ability check. Only one. You can only use it once. But you can use it either at any time. Um, and then... That's just ability checks? Just ability checks. Um, and then I'm going to cast Dancing Lights, and I'm going to throw them in that direction. And if she's not able to see above the ridge, I would have lifted her enough for her to see. Okay. So you, so you see the lights kind of flicker out and um, it's it's not dark in the ravine. It's like low lower light because of the, the, the window of space that light can even come in from the sky is narrow enough. Um, and you do see it looks to be a... What you would echo and Brackus assume to be like a large cat. It has large... Pr- protruding teeth um but they're not massive they're kind of they're stubby almost like tusks and it looks to be lion like in in build um very lean very muscular form and it slowly crouched and it stopped as soon as the lights appeared and you do notice a second one actually had jumped down and was crouched and waiting and the lights kind of revealed it. That's so word two. Favor, look behind us. The ridge. I send two of my lights towards the other ridge. Uh, which side? Where Where are you looking? So you see where Lingvar's icon is, like kind of. The- yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, as you kind of turn and scan this space, is uh. What is everybody doing? What is everybody looking at at the moment? So I'm looking at the two. And then I'm looking towards the other side of the ridge. Okay. Um, now that you know what you're looking for, you do see another one kind of nestled away in the loose rocks up this kind of cliff wall a little. And it's just crouched watching you guys. <laughs> I'm just going to kind of signal to you. You're kind of already aware of this, but I'm going to thieves can signal to you we're being hunted. Uh, I'm going to take some of my infractions and sort of throw some of it towards the two gently so it lands near them. Okay. Um, 
Sithril, I'll give you... Uh, I'll let you do this because you, you normally would be able to do this in a heartbeat. Um, you just get this very uneasy feeling. And a split second later, you are being crushed into the ground by a large saber tooth type. Oh. As one had snuck up behind you guys and uh, rolled a higher stealth than any of your passive perceptions. However, it was a crit, and I'll let you cancel the crit, because you suck. I mean, I was going to. Because <laughs> it's within 30 feet of me. So right now, you all are facing four of these tigers, basically. And one of them is currently attacking, or mid-attack and pinning Sithril. Uh, can everybody please roll initiative? And Sithril... Where is my... Here it is. Uh, you take five points of piercing damage. Okay. Second. Let me see if I can get this to do a thingy, because it'll... <laughs> yeah, not not quite in time. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna switch this over to combat mode. Yeah. The only thing that sucks is when it bedoops. Oh, does it, it bedoop for you guys? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't make a sound for me. It's the notification that because it notifies you, like the message. Oh, 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 it's notifying you because of the uh, a post is made. Okay, we'll have to look at your notifications for that then, because that would be an. We'll figure out a way to turn that off for next time. Really fucking annoying. It's your Discord notifications, yeah. Okay, um. All right, twenty to twenty-five. Oh, okay, great. Um. 15 and 19? I had 19. 18. I have a 19. Oh, your dex is going to be higher than mine. It's a plus zero. Oh, well, then fuck. Mine's higher than yours, I think. <laughs> so, Sithril, 19. Bracus 19? Yep. And then I have 18. And, Lingvi, what did you have? 18. Uh, your dex is going to be higher. My dex is... is... What's your dex? Plus one. Plus three. Okay. So 18. And then you got five. Five. Okay. Let me just. So range is easy. Okay. Sithril, you are up first. Okay. Um, am I prone? Yeah. You are currently restrained by this, yes. I'm restrained. Okay. Or sorry, uh, grappled. you grappled. But you are right next to me because I looked. Um, I'm gonna try to break the grapple. Okay. Uh, please give me a strength check. Uh, twelve. Okay. 
So you are, um, you 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 have this. It's it, it's a pretty heavy, you know, feline, large feline cat, and you're able to kind of push its paw off so you're between its legs and kind of s- wiggle your way out, you know, wrestling style a little bit, so that you are uh, on the ground next to it, but you are no longer grappled by it. Okay, um, I'm gonna use half my movement to get up. Okay. And then I have a new spell that I'm gonna use. Uh, I am going to cast as a bonus because it's a bonus action. I'm gonna cast Spirit Shroud. Okay. What does that do? You call forth spirits of the dead, which fit, uh, flit around you for the spell's duration. Spirits are intangible. Until the spell ends, any attack you make d1d8 extra damage when you 10 feet of you. This damage is radiant, necrotic, or cold. Your choice when you cast the spell. Any creature that takes this damage can't regain hit points until the start of your next turn. In addition, any creature of your choice that you can see that starts its turn within 10 feet of you has its speed reduced by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. Okay. So certain. Uh-huh. So the currently the one saber tooth. Uh, is s- slower by 10 feet, and you guys do more damage to it, it sounds like. I do. I, yeah. You do. Yeah. Okay. Just you or you end up. Says, um... It says any attack you make. So, so your you, attacks, yeah. I'm assuming it's me, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I guess you have half movement still and but you are in you know melee range with it uh you used your action and your bonus action do you want to yeah. move no there's no point okay let me update yeah let me update it here boop actually you would have done that because it was atop you okay uh, I believe that ends your turn then, Sithril. So then, Brachus, you're up. Brachus is going to use his bonus action to Hunter's Mark, the uh, the one that's closest to them. Okay. And then he is going to go essentially charging in with his shield up, and he's going to uh, just do a big shield bash with his first attack. Okay. So I don't know how you, how you would. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think because it would be that, like an unarmed strike because it's, yeah, it's a melee right. strike. I think yeah. the shield just doesn't have its own bonus, does it? There you go. That's a good point. Yep. Mm, 14 to hit. Uh, let me double check. 14 does hit. Okay, five damage to it. Ow, hang on. And Hunter's Mark allows me to do an extra 1d6 to that as well. Okay. Yeah, extra 1d6 to the target. So it takes seven damage total. So five originally, and then two for the Hunter's Mark damage. And then I'm going to swing at it with my battle axe. Okay. 
22 to hit. Oh, yeah. Hits. Oh, yeah. Had, had, to, had to do the math. I didn't need to, but... So that is... Uh, seven damage again. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna... And that's gonna be my uh, my turn. Okay, then. Then that brings us to Echo. Um, I'm going to grab at the one in front of me, um, and basically just try to grapple it and hold it there. Okay. If you want to grapple it, go ahead and make a strength check. Yeah, I know I have it here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll my dagger plus one that has the same one for it. Nine. Nine? Yeah. Okay, so you go to grab at it and it's it's a cat. It cats are liquid somehow, and it's able yeah. to kinda like <laughs> squelch out of your hands and it's it's hard to grab. Okay, so then I'm going to swing my crossbow right towards it and shoot at it. Okay, make an attack. No, that your weapons grow with you. Yeah, magic. (laughs) A tiny crossbow would be really funny, though. Uh, A 12 does hit. Okay, so then extra damage, so... Hold on. Nine damage. Ooh. Oh, wait. I get... Do I get... No, I don't get sneak attack on that. Yeah, everybody's in melee with it, so you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. Okay, hold on. I, I gotta add that. So one sec. Give me one second. I, I, uh, it is also already looking pretty bloodied. Yeah, so let me figure out... Uh, an extra three damage. Okay. Uh, any movement you'd like to do? Or no? No, I'm gonna stay by the squishies. Because I'm kind of buff right now, so. Okay. Uh, Lingvi then. Alright, um... I think what I'm going to do first is I'm actually going to take my bonus action, and I think I'm going to try to finish off this cat next to me. I'm going to roll for hit. Which one so are you attacking? Tw- the one adjacent, or? This one, yeah. Okay. Uh, so 20 to hit. Definitely hits. <laughs> Seven damage. Okay. It is looking pretty injured. It has got some pretty severe wounds now. Okay. Um. Yeah. Alright, well, I don't really want to do that, but, um. So 
Sorry, I'm just thinking about how I want to do this. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to try to kill it. Rolling for another hit. Okay. Okay, 29 to hit. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, and that's 13 damage. Okay. Go ahead and tell me how you kill it then. Um, honestly, at this point, it just feels like I'm just kind of like shooting this cat that's like borderline dying. I'm just kind of like putting it out of its misery like a <laughs> dog. Oh. Or a deer. Fair. Okay. Uh, I believe that ends your turn, yes? Unless you'd like to take any sort of movement. Um... Well, I mean, technically I can attack one more time, but I don't know if I can actually, like, see or have a clear aim on any uh, of these things. The one that's off to your right, this is the only one that you have line of sight on, because it's a, like, angled rock face. It's, a like, a rock slide kind of cliff. The mm. other side is a terrace that's above you. You can't see those. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to shoot this one, then. Alrighty. Go ahead. Oh, that was a badoop. Alright, that was an 11 to hit. Uh, 11 does not hit. Okay. Wow. Alrighty. Uh, in that case, then, that brings us to two of the Sabertooths. Uh, this one is going to move. 5, 10, 15, 20. It's going to move straight for you after you shot at it. Uh, and it's going to attack you. Oh, that's not so good. Uh, yeah, that's a nine to hit. Probably does not hit. Does not hit. All right. The other one is going to move five, 10, 15. It's going to move 15, and it's going to pounce onto Brachus here. Oh, my gosh. I'm rolling like crap. <laughs> Yeah, it's a 13. Yeah. I know that doesn't hit you. That misses. So it claws at you and jumps on you, but you're able to, like, hold your ground and kind of, with your shield and armor, roll it off, and it falls to the ground next to you. Okay. Uh, Leoris, you're up. Okay, so... I'd like to try something here. There kind of engaged. I was going to see if I could try to create a sound and make it sound like the rocks were about to tumble around us to see if maybe I could try to scare them off. Okay. Are you using, uh, like, thaumaturgy or minor illusion? Minor illusion, yeah. And I would need a intelligence check from you to be... Okay. I can roll that. Yeah. Uh, what's the DC? 13. <laughs> That's a one. Yeah, I fail. So how do we want to do this? So you uh, successfully make a an illusion. In this case, since it's my illusion, you choose a sound, you said? Yes. Uh, and it is convincing to the individuals. Let me actually roll for all three. So one of them, okay, that one also failed. 
Okay, only one of them passes. Two of them are actually distracted by this. Okay. Anything else for your turn? Well, in doing that, I think I'm going to then use the rest of my action. I'm going to go to hide under that log, and I am going to ready my blade for an attack. Okay. Uh, roll a stealth check. Got it. Okay. Now time for the last one. Uh, it seems distracted. You, I think Echo would be really the only one to notice. Brackus maybe because you're distracted, but you're kind of facing that direction. The one up on this terrace seems to be kind of backing up and looking around for the source of that sound. Um, the other one is the one next to you, Brackus. Seems to be kind of like... It attacked you, but now it's kind of cornered between this lower wall, your group, and then this sound that is unsettling. Um, that ends our entire round of initiative here, and we are roughly at our usual stopping point in the evening. So I will have us end here tonight to actually pick up the rest of the combat next time. Yeah. Sound good with everybody? Yeah, we're Okay, let me stop our recording. Thanks for listening.